<laughs> Welcome to Market House, the podcast where we talk all things Disney. My name's Caleb. Or no, I'm Caleb. <laughs> Good grief. This week we talk Disneyland and Walt Disney World ticket deals. New Genie Plus editions. And we share our Haunted Mansion movie review and our Halloween movie rankings. Let's dive in. And this is episode 104. Can you believe it? We are back. We're back. And uh, better than ever, I think, <laughs> in my humble opinion. <laughs> yes. We are ready to tackle some Disney conversations. It's been a good week, both in just life and in Disney news. And just our, our Disneyness is exploding. Yes. The only bummer is that the weather has turned. And it was... It's warm today. Can't tell you how annoying it is. Right? It started to get really cold. Even Caitlin busted out like a sweatshirt here and there for our nightly walks. Yeah. And then, uh, I was going to say Father Christmas. <laughs> Father Christmas. Who controls the uh, the earth? Mother Earth. <laughs> yes. Decided it was time to just crank up that heat. So it went from 70s and 80s to 93 degrees. It's really hot outside. It feels like summer outside right now. Again, we're super thankful that it's obviously not 100 degrees, but uh, 94 when it's been pretty nice, thats it's a lot. Yeah, so the so. AC's back on. I can hear that money coming out of those vents, and <laughs> it's just it is what it is. But hey, before we dive into that Disney news, before we do that, <laughs> what have we been up to? I almost, I almost skipped the whole recap. I was like, we're I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just so excited to talk about the news. We need to talk about the shower. Yes. So we told you last week that we were prepping for the shower. There mm-hmm. was, you know, we were there was a, a chance of rain. We were a little worried about it. It got it out all of it. It got out of its system. It did. It, it was the most perfect weather. It was beautiful. So it, it it sprinkled like an hour or two before the shower, mm-hmm. and then right when we got there. Uh, it was still overcast, but it was like super pretty outside, like 60 something degrees. It was so pleasant and it was a good time. It what was else? A great I, time. I know what to say. I mean, it was decorated beautifully. Yes. So for those of you who didn't hear about us talking about the baby shower, Caleb's parents kind of did this where we knew the theme it was going to be Winnie the Pooh, but we didn't really have like a idea of what they were doing throughout the whole thing. So when we got there, it was a complete surprise. Not only did Caleb's parents go above and beyond, this shower, I'm not kidding you, it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, it was truly one of the most special days. The food, Caleb's mom went all out. It was like a brunch kind of setting. And there was donuts, bagels, quiche, egg bites, pumpkin bread, cinnamon bread, charcuterie boards. It was just... It was nuts. Honestly, like, it was... It was overwhelming in a good way. Yeah. When I walked in, I was like, it, wait, what? The house was like transformed, decorated beautifully. Uh, my brother's girlfriend helped a ton as yeah. well. Super huge shout out to them. But it was like, it was seriously, it was awesome. I mean, our wedding was fantastic. And I'm like trying to like, I'm ranking it on the days. It's definitely yeah. top 10. Oh, like, for sure. It was fantastic. My dad labored, a labor of love. This guy spent, he told us, he got it, he hinted like a few weeks before the shower, said, I've got something special for you guys. I can't wait to show you. Mm -hmm. And my mom was like, don't say anything. And he's like, I'm not saying anything. I just want to say, I just, I'm working on something. Right. And he does go a little, uh, like, and again, in a very good way, we love him. He just goes like nuts on stuff sometimes. Like, oh, I mean, way overboard. 
in, in, the, in the coolest way possible. So he'll say he's going to do something. It's not just like half done or like he just goes big. I mean, right. he's, he's a go big or go home kind of personality. So he spent countless hours. It took him over a month, but he built this beautiful Winnie the Pooh themed backdrop for us made from wood and graphic art stuff he had printed out and done. He like drew on it. It was nuts. Caitlin has a picture on Instagram with us in front of it. Mm -hmm. And you guys can kind of see some of it. It It's not even the whole thing. It was so insane. It was stunning. And again, like Caleb mentioned, he drew everything on his own. He painted everything on his own. Literally placed. And then again, as you guys know, if you guys have read like the old vintage Winnie the Pooh books, well, I guess if Winnie the Pooh in general, you've seen this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but above Winnie the Pooh's door, it says Mr. Sanders. Yeah. And literally down to the writing of how that looks in the books is yeah. how he put it on. And he ordered a vintage or like, uh, yeah, vintage brass doorknob yes. and had that installed. <laughs> it, it was, was just, it was so stunning. It was nuts. So like huge shout out to family. We love you guys. You love us. We know that. Yeah. And it was just insane. So it was uh, all that to say. It was a very awesome weekend Mm -hmm. and got to see a bunch of friends we haven't seen in a while and family members that drove up for this. So it was a blast. Again, we feel loved. Thank you to everyone involved. And yeah, I mean, let's just pop out another one so we can have another one of those. (laughs) They did make a joke of like, if you have a second kid, it's not going to be this big. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, honestly, this past week, we've just been getting everything ready in the nursery, unpacking gifts, hanging up clothes. Caleb today got to do something super fun that I'll let you tell. Yeah, it was a big deal because I've been waiting. We bought this. This was one thing I needed to jump on. We got this uh, car seat uh, on uh, Nordstrom's sale. The anniversary sale. So it was their anniversary yeah. sale. So Caitlin was like super pumped, like, hey, we got to get something for the baby. And she wanted this certain car seat model. I did some research and I got super pumped for it. Um, and so we researched heavily and this is the one we wanted. Some mm-hmm. Nuna something. Yeah. Right. And bought it, got it in the garage. And I'm like, well, I don't want to open it yet because we don't need it anytime right. soon. I don't want it out. So finally, today's the day that we actually installed the base by itself in the car. Just right. in case they say by 35 weeks. You need to have this sucker installed just in case she's going to come early. You can just grab the car seat, slap it in, and head to the hospital. So that's what we did today. Mm-hmm. Checked out the car seat with all of its features. and It's weird. awesome. It's really nice. Which, by the way, I had no idea that you, I mean, it makes sense now, but I had no idea that you shouldn't put the car seat in the car until like, yeah, the baby's the, coming. The worry is if you were in a, like even a moderate car, there's minor, moderate, and like, right intense car crash whatever extreme right. whatever the the rating is so if you went to a let's say medium car crash level five out of ten that's when you'd have to totally replace the car seat right. so if you get in a, a big enough accident you have to replace the thing so you get a brand new one you put it in there if for some reason you got in a car accident between now and baby uh you'd have to replace the car that seat that would be terrible i don't want to do that no so for now it's just hanging out in a room yes yeah, so when <laughs> she's coming all i gotta remember is just to grab that slap it in <laughs> yeah. On top of the other 46 things I'm supposed to remember exactly. that morning or night, whenever she decides to come. <laughs> Hopefully it's around like lunchtime. I can stop by in and out on the way. Oh, yeah. Grab a bite. You know, maybe get you a little shake. I don't know if I can eat. No, you can't eat. I don't know. We'll break the rules. Well, we'll see. <laughs> you had in and out, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, before we dive into the news, please consider leaving a review on Apple Podcast or Spotify. It is a huge help to the show. We say this every week, and I'm sure you're tired of hearing it, but we're not lying when we say it is a huge, huge help. Uh, But speaking of, before we move on, we do have a new review. We do. We have a new five-star review titled August 14th, Ranking the Parks from Ramos Girl's Grandma. This says, Happy Fall. Just listened to another great episode. I have been enjoying the parks during the Halloween season. 
You have given me ideas of so much more to see and do. My family and I just went to Oogie Boogie Bash last week. It was our first time. Definitely a learning experience for next year. You mentioned Villains Grove, and we took my granddaughters, who are eight and four. They both loved it and thought it was more magical than scary. We had so much fun. Thanks again for sharing your passion and knowledge for Disneyland. Oh, very nice. And actually, uh, very thank you so much. Let me lead off by saying thank you. Very kind of you to say. Uh, but let me kind of transition into saying that is cool to hear firsthand what some little ones thought of Villains yes. Grove. I was under the impression it'd be kind of spooky. Mm-hmm. You said, you know, it depends on the child. And mm-hmm. it sounds like it does because they thought it was more magical than scary. Yeah. So that's cool. Which is great. Which is good for us. I know it's good for us because we want to go <laughs> yeah. and we need to justify taking... By that point, a one or two-year-old to a good bash. Exactly. We also have a Patreon. Please support us over at markethousepodcast.com slash support. We've got some fun stuff over there. We'll, we recorded our first exclusive kind of episode. And I, I say that lightly. It was like 10 minutes long. And they're not full length or anything. But they're a lot of fun because we give you kind of little sneak peek behind the scenes of what we're up to, what yeah. to expect in the coming weeks. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to kind of hear that kind of stuff, Check it out over there, markethousepodcast.com slash support. Thank you so much to our Patreon subscribers over there. You mean the world to us. Thank you for supporting us. And thank you in advance for subscribing over there. All right, let's dive into that news. Right, first up, we have some super exciting news. Disneyland and Walt Disney World just announced some new ticket deals. These are actually super good. Yes. So usually great. I will say I'm a little cynical when they come out with deals. I'm like, man, eh, they're hiding that, you know, hotels are full price and tickets are discounted. Not that big of a deal. They're just whipping the whatever. These are actually some pretty bomb deals. Yeah. If you've got little kids, now is the time to take your kids to the park. So let's start over on the West Coast Disneyland, our home park. Starting October 24th, you can purchase a child's ticket, reminding you that uh, the ages are three to nine. So I remember when my dad pulled me aside at age 10 and said, you're a man now. (laughs) This doesn't make any sense to me, but three to nine in the eyes of Disney, you're a child between the ages of three and nine years old. When you're 10, you're out of the house, man. We're like, hey, dad, uh, thanks for taking me to Disney. Dragging on a cigarette. Okay. (laughs) All right, sorry. Starting, you can take them for just $50 per day. These tickets can be used January 8th through March 10th, 2024. Uh, you can also add Genie Plus for an additional $25 per day. I don't recommend you do this because you don't know if you're going to need it. And prepaying right. for it is a little silly. Uh, but yeah, so starting at just $50 per day, uh, you can take your kids to the parks, which normally is not that. It's closer to double. Yeah, that's a really great deal. It's a very good deal. Uh, over in Walt Disney World, starting November 14th, you can get 50% off the purchase of a four-night, four-day stay for children in your party, again, ages three through nine. The package includes a dining plan, theme park tickets, and a room at select Disney World hotels. This offer is valid for most days between March 3rd through June 30th, 2024. So that's a huge chunk of time. Yes, and that's also, is not that during spring break? Uh, I don't know. Wait, hold on. Includes... uh. For most days. Oh, I most. see most. Yeah, see that little, the verbiage there. They're like, nope. So not I'm that sure day. there's a week or two there <laughs> where they're blocked out because of spring break, but still a smoking deal. Uh, again, as you can see, Disneyland is just kind of a ticket deal over at Disney World. It's more of a package. So you have to stay on property to take advantage of that sale. But still, if you're planning on going already, 
this is it's 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 a jump on kind of deal here. Uh, while Disney World is also offering up to twenty five percent off select stays on most nights, January 9th through March twenty fourth, you have to book your stay by December fifteenth to take advantage of this offer. So again, I would accept any kind of discount, and all are welcome. Uh, you can head over to actually uh, use our link in the episode description to book this on Getaway Today. Yeah, you'll get this deal plus a little bit of money saved uh, using. Market House 10. Mm-hmm. I almost forgot what our code was. So yeah, good deals over uh, on both coasts. All right, next up, we've got some Disneyland news. Genie Plus is getting two new additions in the coming months. Don't know when. They didn't release a date yet. Of course, right. it's Disney to be like, uh, I don't know, in the future sometime. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see when it comes out. Uh, but we have Ariel's Undersea Adventure in Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway joining the Genie Plus lineup. I totally see why Mickey and Minnie's is getting added. I really don't understand the Ariel one. Yeah, I, I understand. The line it used to be that this was a, like, for sure 10 minute or less wait. Mm-hmm. Like, it was never long. But since the parks have been super crowded... This line has gotten like up to, we waited 40 minutes one time. Yeah, I guess it's long, but I guess with the type of ride it is, it always just moves so quickly that I'm kind of like, oh. Yeah, it's a continuous loader thing. So it feels like it's moving. You still wait a long time. But yeah, I agree. It's kind of interesting. Right. I don't like it because it's just another Genie Plus line, which means you're going to have 95 people moving through the Genie Plus Lightning Lane for every five standby guests. Exactly. So if you don't want to pay for Genie Plus, this is actually terrible, terrible news. So I don't know. I I guess good for you if you like Genie Plus. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, heads up. I mean, just be uh, in, keep it in mind that if you are waiting in the standby line and you see that it's 30 minutes, but there's a ton of Genie Plus people, know that you'll be waiting double it. You'll be probably waiting for 60 minutes in that line. I did have one point, though, that I wanted to mention. Where are they going to keep all those people? Like the lightning lane? I don't know. Because that ride area doesn't have a ton of outdoor space. Because you know how you have to loop around to the side of the building? Are you talking about aerials, right? Yes. Okay. For like the standby area. Where is Lightning Lane going to go if that's where standby is? Uh, you're asking the wrong Isn't guy. Isn't that weird? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> They're slapping a second story in that thing. He'll be up there. Uh, but yeah, new Genie Plus edition's coming soon. All right, for our last news item, we have some park reservation updates. It looks like starting October 11th, Disneyland ticket holders will be able to reserve park reservations 180 days in advance. That's uh, that's pretty crazy. That's 60 days more than previously allowed, and that's legit six months. But Six months in advance. I do have some bad news. Magic key holders are still limited to the 90 days, which is very weird to me. <laughs> so again, you undesirable people. That's what Mr. Chapek called us. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Magic Key holders still kind of don't have a great system. You gotta. It's just three months in advance. That is it. I know. And so in the land of planners and the land of people going to Disney a ton, ticket holders do get the priority. And I get it and I don't at the same time. I get both arguments. But yeah, just keep that in mind when you're planning. If you want to be a Magic Key holder, you're going to be a little more... You got to be a little more on top of it with your park reservations. But good news if you're a big planner, it's... Feels like they're treating Disneyland more like Disney World with the like whole six months in advance planning down the line. I hate it to be honest. I don't like that. It's see, I like it. No, I like Disneyland because it was more spur of the moment. Like, do you want to go to Disneyland this weekend? Let's go. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I I like it because I'm such a planner. Again, you're not, so that that makes total sense. But I guess that causes concern though, because then things are more likely yeah, to get if you taken tend, up. If you tend to be a little more like, let's just head to Disneyland in a couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, that's true. 
Alright. You know what that beautiful music means. It is time for... Disney, Disney Trivia. Trivia. Brought to you by... Market House. Frankenberries. The best dang cereal this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Okay. Count Chocula. Frankenberry Booberry. Believe it or not, I've never had them. Yes, you have. I brought them home once. I don't remember trying them. Oh, you tried them. Really? I don't think you loved them. Okay. They're just pretty much sugar with marshmallows. Well, hey. It's delish. You're going to do it. Do it during Halloween. My dad used to stock up. Um, we didn't eat a lot of sugar sugar cereal sugar cereal growing up, uh, but when Halloween came around, he stocked up. Yum. More for him than us. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, no, that's my cereal. You can have a couple bowls, but the rest of it's mine. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> All right. Let's dive into this uh, trivia. All right, Caleb, are you ready for your first question? I think so. Okay, we are going to be taking it over to Disney World for both of these. Ooh, spicy. Are you ready? I think so. Okay, question number one. Which section of Magic Kingdom doesn't have any bathrooms? What section of Magic Kingdom doesn't have any bathrooms? Mm-hmm. Oh, a land, I'm assuming? Yes. Section, okay. Kind of, yeah. Kind of. Oh. Um, well, like, I guess it is a land. Yeah. Pioneer Square. Very close. Really? Liberty Square. Okay, it's called Liberty Square. Liberty Square. Was that what you were thinking? I was what I was thinking. I thought yes. it was called Pioneer. Okay, so no, there's another park with Pioneer in the name. I just not remember. Okay, so okay. yes, it's Liberty Square, and I have a little like note here. Imagineers wanted to keep this area as authentic to colonial times as possible, aka there were no bathrooms in the 1700s with indoor plumbing, so that's why they don't have them over there. I just squat right in the corner. <laughs> okay. I'll keep it as real as possible. (laughs) Okay, gross. They want authenticity. I'll do it. Okay. (laughs) Stop. I hereby droppeth thy trousers. No, no. (laughs) Okay. Okay, question number two. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. What is the largest pavilion in Epcot? (laughs) The largest pavilion in Epcot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Good old America. I'm just kidding. That's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking we like things big here in America. Okay. Got the trucks. Okay. Um, I'm going to go the biggest pavilion in, shoot, I'll go Japan. That is incorrect. Really? I'll give you one more guess. Morocco. Mm-mm. What? No, Morocco's tiny. I feel like it's kind of big because you have those like little, uh, the little streets in the back. Nope. It feels kind of tucked. So the correct answer is the land. The land covers six acres. Hold on, that's a pavilion. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I thought the we meant pavilion. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were like. Oh, I was confused. Bummer. I thought like, like I had to pick from the countries. Oh no no, that's why I said pavilion. Wow, Silly I am goof? screwed up. The land is the largest pavilion in Epcot and is comprised of greenhouses and labs to research various agricultural techniques. Whatevs, bro. That was a good question. It was a good question. I was just confused. I would have never guessed that. No, I wouldn't have. <laughs> All right, are you ready for your two questions? Here we go. First one is, which character did Walt perform in a school play before it became the star of a Disney movie? Mm. Which character did Walt perform in a school play before it became the star of a Disney movie? I don't know, Jiminy Cricket? (laughs) No. (laughs) He did not play Jiminy Cricket. I have no idea. What is it? You really have no idea? No, none. Peter Pan. Okay, I knew it. Come on. I knew it. The second star to the right. <laughs> Keep performing that song, too. I like Jiminy Cricket better. Uh, okay. Uh, second question is, which feature-length Pixar film was the first to be nominated for the Best Animated Feature Film Oscar? So we've asked this about Disney, 
But for Pixar, which one was first nominated for the Best Animated Feature Film Oscar? Was it Toy Story? Incorrect. <gasps> it wasn't Bugs Life. Wow, rude. <laughs> well, no, because everyone like... You're right, but no yes, one, it yeah. was not Bugs Life. Okay, can I have a hint? Um, It's hard. Okay. Um, you're, you're on the right track, though. It's an early one. Early one? It's not that early. Wow, I have no idea. The pregnancy brain is strong right you now. You got it. You got I this. I can't even think of a Pixar movie. I mean, it's fantastic. I'll just say the music is hard to compete with. I don't know. Thomas Newman. Oh, Nemo. 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 Finding Nemo. I love that movie. We need to watch that. We haven't seen that in forever. Forever. We watched Finding Dory recently, mm -hmm. which is good. It's not yeah. nearly as good. But, but not as good as Finding Nemo. Yeah. All right. You want one? I will give you that. One for two. We both tied. Okay. Let us know what you got at home if you got the land pavilion, boo. That's a good pavilion. I think Morocco was a better answer. Mm. All right. Thanks for joining. See you next time. All right. You know what that cash register sound means. It is time for Shop, Shop the, the Mouse. Mouse. With Market, Market House. House. Caitlin, what can people spend their money on this week? I am so excited. We are taking a little tiny break from all of the Halloween stuff. Oh, okay. But I did want to tell you all that for the whole month of October, which I don't believe Disney has done before, Shop Disney is running like 31 days of deals or something. So if you go on every day, they're doing like a new sale, which they just did 30% off all their Halloween stuff. Whoa. Yes. I was going to make fun of it saying it's no, probably no, no. like five bucks off. But no, that's, they're good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So definitely watch out for that. But we have some new items that are not Halloween themed that I love. So let's start with number one. This is the new Mickey Mouse pullover hoodie. It is seriously, I just, I love how classic and just basically basic this is. It's a black hoodie with like a red circle in the middle with like a classic Mickey face. It's super I it's love super it. simple, but very cool. And I love like black hoodies. Like, I don't know why. I just feel like they go with everything. Um, this design has been out before. If you guys remember, it was on kind of like a whitish sweat set with kind of like the um, the gray patchy, almost like tie-dye look. Okay. Um, it's the same design, but this is a black sweatshirt with like the red. It's very like Halloween. It reminds me of Kylo Ren, but <laughs> okay. I just love it. This sweatshirt is $59.99, but right when I saw this, it totally reminded me of you because I'm like, you would love this. I would totally rock that. It's cute. Next up, we have the Princess Leia in R2-D2 spirit jersey. The first thing that caught my eye with this, like honestly, is the color. I It's like a, would you say periwinkle? Sure. Blue? Yeah. It's like a soft, maybe that's not the right word. It's almost like a powder blue color. It has like the little um, Star Wars logo on the front, like the little tiny side. It says Star Wars in black and it has the little R2-D2 next to it. And then on the back, it, in big letters, where normally they would say like Disneyland or Disney World, it says Star Wars established 1977. But the really cool like area of this spirit jersey is it has an animated version of Princess Leia and R2-D2. And it just, it looks super fun. And I love the colors. Yeah, the art style is fun. This is very cool. I like this. I would totally purchase this for you if you were a bigger Star Wars fan. Yeah. You, you like I, it a little I, bit. I do like it. Fun fact, we just rewatched Rogue One because I was not the biggest fan of that movie. Insane. And now I like it way more. I love that movie. It's a good one. We had to split it up into two nights because you got tired the first night, fell asleep. Mm -hmm. And then we watched it the next night and it was brilliant. It was great. It was great. But yeah, Star Wars. This is a fun spirit jersey. If you've got a Star Wars fan in your life, 
It's a good purchase. Yes. And then price is $79.99. Again, that's super expensive. It just came out on Shop Disney. Definitely watch it because it will go on sale eventually. All right. Thanks for joining. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye. And that brings us to our main segment of this week's episode, and that is the Haunted Mansion movie review and our Halloween movie ranking. Spooky. It is spooky and fun here in this house. We finally watched the new Holiday Mansion. I put Holiday Mansion <laughs> in the notes. Haunted Mansion, the new Haunted Mansion movie, thanks to Disney+. Plus. We, we did, did not, I'm going to say, waste our money to go see this in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Because let me tell you, I'm going to spoil a little bit of where this is going to fall in the rankings later. But it was not a good movie. And let me give a little bit of context to this. I, and I'm speaking for myself, I have been so excited for this movie to come out on Disney+. Plus. I am probably one of the few humongous fans of the original Haunted Mansion movie with Eddie Murphy. So when this one came out, I was like talking about it on stories. I've been talking about it on the like episodes on here. I was ecstatic. Yeah, I don't think you hyped it up too much. I think we both went in. I would definitely went in with tempered expectations. Knowing with Disney's recent track record of movies, I was like, you know what? If it keeps me entertained for two hours, I will give it a good review. Just right. be, uh, let alone. I, an hour in, literally paused it and was like, how much longer on this dumb movie? And I had another hour. Yeah. And honestly, it, it kind of made me upset because I was not a fan, like at all. Like, I, to be honest, I prefer the 2003 one way over this one. That is a take. I think people yes. have. And, and honestly, and they, they do, because when we did, which we'll talk about in a little bit, when we did the Halloween rankings on Instagram, where we asked you guys to pull all the different movies, you guys loved the 2023 Haunted Mansion over the 2003 one. So I was so excited to watch it. And again, we'll get into some of the pros that I did like about the movie. But overall, I was kind of just like, I don't understand. Yeah. So I, I made some notes while we were watching. I was the annoying person with her phone on. Uh, I, I dimmed the light. No, you're fine. But I was making some notes just because I want to remember what my thoughts were at the exact moment we were watching. So I uh, my first note was the editing pacing of the movie was super weird. It almost felt like vignettes. If you don't know what a vignette is, basically it's a short video. Uh, and like the movie was in fast forward in some parts. There were literally moments where this guy was like in his house. 30 seconds later, he's in a restaurant. 15 seconds later, he's back at his house. Yeah. There was no like breathing room. Mm-mm. It was just boom, boom, boom. And uh, maybe... I don't mean this in a bad way, like I'm dissing this next generation of kids, but legit, maybe they have to make it like this now because of like these TikTok kids that like every 10 seconds, there's a new thing they're watching. Yeah. And it was a longer movie. It was over two hours, which I was surprised. I was very surprised. They could have definitely pared this down to like an hour and 40. I totally agree. Did not need two hours. Every movie needs to be 120 minutes, which I'm like, it's not necessary. So that was my first thing. It was super snappy and like distracting on the cuts they were making and mm-hmm. stuff. Again, I'm not expecting Oscar level movie making oh, here, no, guys. No. I'm not Scorsese or whatever. Like this is, I went in with, this is a Disney kids movie. Right. Don't expect much, but it was weird. Which I don't even know if I would say it's a kids movie. That's true. It's a to spooky. be honest. Yeah. <laughs> also notice, this is a little weird thing here that the main uh, character had an old CRT TV, right? He had an old tube TV, what we were used to as kids. Remember those big things? Mm-hmm. You like smack it on the side too if it wasn't working yeah. and stuff. And it made the annoying high pitch noise mm-hmm. when it turned on. Uh, but then when they were going to go set up like security at this mansion, he had like 12 flat screen TVs and <laughs> security cameras. Wait, I don't remember this part. 
So I noticed it just because I was just like, what the heck? Yeah. So he has a an old TV at home. Yeah. But then when he was trying to get some footage of the ghosts in the Haunted Mansion, he like has a pallet full of like this big old cart full of just flash screen. And I'm like, wait, if you I, had those already, why don't you use that at home, bro? I love that you saw that and made that connection. <laughs> You're so Maybe funny. he's just a retro guy. And maybe he is. He plays some old Nintendo on that old TV. <laughs> Um, the next note was, uh, I just said most of the jokes did not land, like didn't even crack a smile at most of them. Not funny, except for two exceptions. Owen Wilson, overall, just because I love Owen Wilson, he just makes he me laugh. He was so funny. He was actually pretty funny as the fake priest. Yes. And then uh, Danny DeVito, he, there's this like heartfelt moment where uh, this character's... Uh, spoiler, Harry. Spoiler, yeah, yeah. Watch it, the movie. Mm-hmm. But he's saying how his wife, um, you know, unfortunately came to a... Uh, unfortunate end mm-hmm. in a car accident. And um, Danny DeVito makes a cholesterol joke out of nowhere. About the wife. Had me rolling. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. <laughs> it had us cracking up. So that I will make exception to those two things. Other than that, though, I was like, boring, move on, not funny. I do have to say, though, at the beginning of the movie, it was very spooky and like creepy. Yo, I'll give it credit there. Like, they did a really good job at, like, spook factor because I thought they were going to go the safe route and be super kid-friendly and, like, yeah. kind of spooky. You know, that was... Like, you know. absolutely not. Especially, like, the little Constance, like, bright. Oh, my gosh. Like, it was it was creepy. It was, it was creepy. They did a good job with that. Uh, another thing I noticed was they could leave the house without any trouble for the first half of the movie. So the whole premise was if they leave the house, the ghosts haunt them and take them back to the home. They have to go back. They were at, like, dinner one night, mm-hmm. hanging out with... Their, with Danny DeVito's Danny character. DeVito character. Yeah. Nothing happened. They went to, like, a costume shop or something, or I don't know. They went somewhere else. No problems. No, to get the drawing done, remember? Yes. Of the hat box. No problems. <laughs> no problems at all. But then when it was convenient to the story, suddenly they were like, oh, shoot, they, we have to get these guys. So that was kind of like, come Movie on. magic. Lazy. Uh, product placement. Hilarious. Hilariously bad. Um, literally, uh, what's her name? Uh, Tiffany Haddish's character mm-hmm. says at one point, here's the notepad and pen I bought from CVS. Mm-hmm. And the Burger King. And it like pauses, like CVS and pause for effect. Yeah. And next scene. The Burger King, was it Tater Tots? Yeah. Oh, yeah. what are these from? Those are jalapeno poppers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From Burger King. <laughs> these are delicious. Look at camera, <laughs> wink. Bing. <laughs> so bad. And then to top it all off, this man is explaining how he lost his wife in a terrible car accident and then has to mention, oh, by the way, she was getting ice cream from Baskin Robbins. It w- that was kind of odd. Come on. It was weird. <laughs> Come because, on. Because, again, that's such a heartfelt moment. You're kind of like, okay, we're getting into the story. We're feeling for the character. And he's like, yep, Baskin Robbins. You know what? I could use a nice Rocky Mountain from Baskin Robbins. It's Rocky Road. Rocky Road. <laughs> I can't even get it right. Rocky Mountain. I'm all messed up. It's okay. <laughs> it's late. I haven't eaten dinner. I'm scared and confused. Uh, second half of the movie, I will say, was much better than the first. The first hour, like I mentioned, was a complete slog. Mm-hmm. But then it kind of picked up the pace after hour one. It did. And I did enjoy it a little bit more. Uh, I would say this. Uh, the, uh, what's it called? The Hatbox Ghost. Hatbox Ghost, my bad. Hatbox Ghost looked really good. CG on him was actually he pretty was creepy. He was really creepy. Mm-hmm. Have no idea why Jared Leto had to play him, just because anybody could have played him. Right. Like, he was so CG'd, I didn't notice if it was Jared Leto or not. Right. So they could have literally had a producer like, hey, put these things on your face so we could get your like motion capture. Yeah. It's just so, a draw, probably. Like, ooh, Jared that's Leto. That's true. They could slap him on the poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he cost money. Yeah. So I don't know. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. Uh, I personally, it's my humble opinion, I personally think it would have been better as a Halloween special. Like, do it like an hour short. Um, again, you can do all the nods to the ride. That was kind of fun. 
I did feel it was a little like fan servicey in a negative way almost like because we were like almost like monkeys like look look at look at the thing from the movie uh, make, see, me, make me happy okay <laughs> see I don't know that's where I have to disagree with you which we I know we talked about I enjoyed seeing all like the ride elements and aspects of that they were kind of easily pointing out to us like for example when in again spoiler here if you have not seen the movie I'm sorry the little boy at one point of the movie is in a little tent like hiding in one of the rooms he's in the stretching room from like the ride with like the posters and that made me so excited to see that and then there was one at one point of do you know when you're going to get on the ride at Disneyland there's like that lady that changed from like old to like young yeah she like changes back and forth yeah that painting was in the movie yeah so I got like, it there was a lot of cool nods I loved that I felt like they built a movie around nods to a ride instead of like the other way around like let's build a really good or write a very good story and a very good movie and we'll slide a couple of nods to the ride in here it felt completely opposite. Like, we have to really drive home that this is the haunted mansion at Disneyland and Disney World. Yeah. And then, I don't know, write a loose story around it so we can get some wacky happenings going on. Yeah, I, I do Like, I do agree that they could have done a better job at it. I, again, it, it just... The only way I can describe it is I was a little disappointed. I will say this. This is Disney's mistake. It would have been a good... Like I mentioned, a straight to Genie Plus... Uh, sorry, Genie Plus. How many pluses? Disney Plus. Straight to Disney Plus. Short... Halloween short, do all the nods in the movie, kind of like the Muppet one. The Muppet one was better than this. And the one that you're specifically talking about is the Werewolf by Night. Yes, Werewolf by Night was like aided in the fact that they only had so much to tell a story. That was, was really fun. Mm -hmm. This was lame. And let me tell you, this was written by the same woman that did Ghostbusters, the movie that no one asked for, the <laughs> remake. It was dumb. It was very a bad movie. It was very bad. Oh my gosh. So they handed her millions of dollars to write this one, and it was equally as bad, and then it was directed by a guy that's never directed a big feature film ever. Who was the person that was supposed to do it? I can't say his name. It's a... Guillermo del Toro. Del Toro. Was originally uh, tapped to do this. And that he was been. He was on board. So again, I told Caitlin halfway through the movie, I felt like this was in production hell for a long time, and then was saved basically by the company, and like the, I, I bet you a million dollars this was written by four different people, and sure enough, that's exactly what happened. Right. It was handed by... Handed back and forth between all these riders. They hacked it. They whatever. So this was just another force it through. Right. Because we want to make some cash. But we did have a part that we loved. There was two like special cameo It was the only good part of this movie. And no. it was Winona Ryder and Dan, Dan Levy's cameos. They had me rolling. <laughs> it was so funny. It was so, it was so out of the blue of like, wait, what in the world is happening? Like, There's a murder. <laughs> there was a murder. <laughs> So that was actually fun. Another fun little cool thing, uh, hint, he was playing the It's a Small World uh, song on the piano and told everyone, please don't sing along. Like, let me play this or whatever. I didn't even catch that. Isn't that awesome? No, I had no idea. Caitlin, you got to pay attention oh to these gosh, films. Oh my gosh, what is my brain? They're wacky and crazy. What's my brain right now? I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, as you can tell, we weren't big fans. I would have rather watched The Golden Bachelor than watch this, which okay. actually... <laughs> It is a Disney property. It's on ABC. It's actually really good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, even watching Back it. Back to the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> my personal opinion is I prefer the Eddie Murphy one. I know that might like offend someone, but overall, I think it was a better movie. Overall, both are really bad movies. Yeah, but but I have a little more nostalgia towards the Haunted the sorry, the Eddie Murphy one. Right. Because it's what I grew up watching. So like I honestly both are terrible and I don't want to watch either one, but I'll watch the Eddie Murphy one before I watch this one again. I did truly like the spooky version of this one though. That was amazing. It was good. But now that we're done talking smack about Haunted Mansion, it's time to rank some much better films in our Halloween movie battle. All right, let's start ranking, but before we do, 
we asked you guys over on Instagram to vote on your favorite Halloween movies, and you guys delivered. So many of you participated, so thanks so much for doing that. Mm-hmm. But Caitlin had a little Halloween movie battle going on, and uh, who won? I think there was like a couple rounds that happened, right? Yes. So there were three rounds, and we're going to start at the beginning because a couple of these I was actually quite surprised. So for round one, I did a really tricky one for you guys, and I started off with Hocus Pocus and Nightmare for Christmas. Who won? Hocus Pocus won by is 57% to 43%. That's terrible. So that's... I mean, people love that movie. Next up, we had Coraline against Halloween Town. Halloween Town crushed Coraline 80% to 20%. Okay, that doesn't surprise me just because we're a Disney community here. And so, of course, you picked the Disney one. We did... Oh, sorry. I didn't mention that we were just going to do Disney ones, but we realized like there's not a ton of Disney Halloween movies that are like worth ranking. (laughs) That makes sense. So, we did throw in some outside movies. Right. But I love Coraline. That hurts my soul. I know. Isn't that sad? All right. Halloween Town's fun. I love Coraline. Okay. Okay. And then next up, we had both of the Haunted Mansions score off against each other. So, the 2003 and the 2023 the 2023 version, a.k.a. the newest one, beat the old one 63% to 37%. Doesn't surprise That's me. That's crazy. But both are bad. Yes. And then next up, we had Hotel Transylvania against Corpse Bride. And Hotel Transylvania won 55% to 45% for Corpse Bride. Okay. Isn't that insane? That is a little crazy. And then lastly for this round, we had Casper up against Beetlejuice. And this one was a little closer. Casper beat Beetlejuice 53% to 47%. So again, that brought us over to our next round, which, excuse me, there was only two because I didn't add the correct amount. So I had to group in Uh, an extra one. So we had Casper, Hotel Transylvania, and Haunted Mansion 2023 all up against each other. This was extremely close. And I'm very surprised that Casper beat all of them. So Casper had 38% of the votes. Haunted Mansion had 32% of the votes, and Hotel Transylvania had 30%. Casper, look at that little ghost go. Isn't that insane? That's pretty cool. That's pretty close. I love it. And then we had, um, of course, Hocus Pocus against Halloween Town. Hocus Pocus did beat out Halloween Town 67% to 33%. And then today, I put up Casper against Hocus Pocus. That was not even needed because obviously Hocus Pocus won by a ton. It was like... It, it was something like almost 90% Hocus Pocus. So the overall Hocus Pocus was the winner. Oh, big surprise. I know. I wasn't surprised. But yeah, Casper. I was super shocked that, that made it to the end. I love it because that little ghost can do whatever he wants and sets his heart to. It's such a good movie. It is a great movie. Okay, so let's get into our ranking. And you're about to hear my distaste for what you guys voted on. <laughs> I'm ready. We're all, get, get ready for Caleb's, guys. Yeah, because I'm not going to lie. We were going to do a little joint list, but then we realized how much we disagreed on this. And so we said, looks like we have to split it up. Yes. So let's not belabor too much on these points. Let's just go through it and share uh, why. Maybe a couple words as to why you voted that way. Perfect. Let's start with number 10. Caitlin, what's number 10 for you? Well, mine is going to make a lot of people upset. It's Haunted Mansion 2023. Oh my gosh. I did not. I am. Okay. As you all know, I'm very into Halloween. Like I love spooky movies. So I take this very seriously. That one, I will, I will never watch that movie again. Like I just didn't, I just didn't care for it. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's all I'll say. Uh, okay. What about you? I feel you on that. Um, I'm going to go Beetlejuice as number 10. Okay. I know this is a like cult favorite or whatever like a uh, cult classic whatever you want to say a lot of people like this movie i i think everyone uh talked so much hype around this thing that when i finally watched it because i just watched it for the first time last year i was very disappointed it was it was more weird than entertaining to me yeah 
I was kind of like, this is not just because he talks in a weird gravelly voice doesn't make it funny. Yeah. And it was like kind of slapstick. It wasn't really funny. It's definitely not a kid's movie either. <laughs> Good grief, no. We had it on a projector outside my parents' house. We were giving out candy. And uh, a lot of people, a lot of parents stopped to watch with us. Yeah. That was kind of fun to watch. That's right. It was our little Halloween festivity. Yeah. We dressed fun. up as the Winnie the Pooh characters. Uh-huh. I was Christopher Robin. And I was Piglet. You're Piglet. And my brothers and uh, some of the family members were uh, what are the, uh, the other group. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the other characters in that wacky <laughs> we had eeyore yeah Boo, the whole thing whole thing so. okay uh number nine number nine so again before everyone gets very upset um i haven't watched this movie all the way through um but i put halloween town right here and i just want to say start off before everyone is very like mad um i did not grow up on this movie i've literally never seen this until my adulthood so i didn't grow up with the nostalgia yeah and you this. can't again we have to to make it even we couldn't exclude some stuff because yes. i've seen this and i had to vote on it so like we'll just this this might change in the coming months as caitlin yes. watches this movie but you had to put it somewhere. I did. Which okay. I'm really excited to watch it, though. Number nine. Okay, uh, my number nine is Haunted Mansion 2023. Okay. That's how trash that movie was. Mm-hmm. Uh, number eight, Caitlin. I did Beetlejuice. Again, it's a little higher up from the bottom because I did grow up watching this with my brother, and I loved it. I thought it was funny. And then when I watched it in my adulthood, I'm like, this is not a kid's movie. No. And it makes sense. You'd think, find it funny at seven years old because right. it was more that kind of humor. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't understand how you like it now. But that's okay. If you it's like not, it, yeah, yeah. Don't. I'm not knocking you. It's not as good as it once was, if that makes sense. Sure. So. Okay. Uh, my number, are we on eight? I put, and people are going to be upset, I put Hocus Pocus. Ooh, see, that's I, where we disagree. Okay, I did not grow up with this movie. Caitlin showed it to me, and she was so excited. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I suffered through that thing. It's not a great movie. See, I know it's more nostalgia. I understand. I've got those movies in my life. There's a movie with uh, <laughs> Martin Short that no one knows. It's called Clifford. Uh, compared to other movies, it's probably not that good of a movie. But I grew up with it, and I think it's one of the best around because I think it's funny. So I understand liking it because it reminds you of your childhood, and it gives you the warm, fuzzy feelings I did not grow up with it, and so I watched it again for the first time last year. And good grief, it's not that good. Yeah, I, I think it's it's one of those where like you just you just missed out because I think you're right. If you don't grow up with it, there's so much hype around it that's like you're going and expecting this amazing movie. You admitted it wasn't as good as you remember. It's not as good as I remember, but I it's still one of the ones I love. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's right. So, go seven. <laughs> I just it upsets me just because I cannot believe everyone loves that movie. But go go seven. My number seven is The Corpse Bride. Oh. We just reached, we recently watched this for the first time last year. It's different. Um, again, it's not my favorite, but I definitely would watch it again. It's a little spooky. It's kind of yeah. I'm a sucker for the stop motion stuff. So he loves yeah. Yeah, I'm like it's good. It's pretty yeah. good. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. What pretty, about you? Pretty good. Uh, number seven, seven is going to be the Haunted Mansion 2003. So this is the Eddie Murphy one. It's somewhat enjoyable. Again, is it a good movie? Absolutely not. But do I enjoy myself when I watch it? Yes. For some of the time, I enjoy it myself. The actor, I think they could act a little better than some of the, <laughs> the new ones. Um, Eddie Murphy's not perfect in it. He actually probably, I think, seems a little bored through it. <laughs> but yeah, there's a, but I like the guy, the inconceivable guys in it. I like that. He's so funny. Yeah. It's good. Okay. Number six. Casper. I love Casper. Casper. Again, nostalgic. I grew up watching Casper. It was one of my favorite movies for like for the spooky time. So that had to go right there. Who's the girl in it? She was in other stuff too growing up. I don't remember her name. I don't remember her name either. Mm-hmm. But I remember seeing her in like a lot of movies. Yeah, from she's that. in a ton. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, my number six is Halloween Town. I grew up with this one. This was a fun movie I watched with my brothers. And I actually enjoy it. Again, is it? it's a terrible movie. It's bad. It's not good. But it's cheesy as all get out. 
And it's perfect Disney cheese. See? Disney cheese. I call it the Disney cheese. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Okay, number five, right? Mine is Hotel Transylvania. Okay. Just kidding. Oh. It's Haunted Mansion 2003. <laughs> Psych. I was like, ah. Okay. okay, and again, like you said, it's one of those where it's cheesy, but I just love it. And it's honestly something that I will watch every year. And if anyone's like, I don't like it, I'm the first to kind of be like, no, that movie's good. Like, I, I just love it. It's, it, I just, it's so good. Okay. All right. I don't know if it's so good. It's, oh, okay. Again, I think it, it, you grew up with it. My number five is Casper. Okay, so we're very similar. Very similar. Yeah. I like that movie. It was good. Nothing much to say about it, though. No. All right, number four, Hotel Transylvania. Overall, this movie is just adorable, and I know they have a couple. I think there's like three, right? Yeah, they've gotten progressively worse. So Number two's good. Yeah, I would say stick with one. Yeah, go ahead. I love the cast. I love that it's animated. I love the storyline. It's funny. It's like, it's just overall, it's a great movie. Yeah, that's actually where my uh, Hotel Transylvania lands. Number four, uh, same thing that you said. I love Adam Sandler. Grew up with him. I think he's hilarious. David Spade's fantastic in it. Again, it's just a fun kids movie. It's dumb and whatever. But yeah, I chuckle here and there. So it, it deserves the number four slot. All right, my number three is Nightmare Before Christmas. Whoa. Now, I the, my top three are very, like, I love these movies. But the only reason why I'm going to put Nightmare Before Christmas at number three is because I do not consider it a Halloween movie. Oh, okay. Um, I was actually talking to Chris Miller on Instagram at, with Adventures of Miller, and I just told him basically that this is the perfect November 1st movie. I like watching it right next to Halloween, but also around the time that we start decorating for Christmas, because I feel like when I watch it, it's more of like a warm, like holiday feeling yeah, rather than you. spooky, even though, again, I know there are spooky elements, but it's more of a Christmas movie to me. I agree. So. Okay, good. Uh, I don't. I won't argue that point. Uh, the Corpse Bride is where number three. Oh, wow. I said that really weird. Number three is where The Corpse Bride lands for me. So you really like that movie. I did like that movie. Oh, Compared yeah, wow. to these, I'm not a huge fan of Halloween movies in general because they're usually pretty trash. But yes, in this lineup, it would definitely not make the top 10 in my normal movie yeah, yeah, yeah. ranking. But yes, in this group of movies, I think it's pretty good. I enjoyed it way more than most of these movies. Well, that's good. Yeah, the parents in it are hilarious, right? The the parents of the, the girl. Yeah. And he's all mad. Yeah, yeah. it's good. It's good. Uh, my number two is actually Hocus Pocus. Again, love it. But like Caleb said, there are cheesy elements. But again, if you're talking Halloween, this is the one movie that like brings you there. Like that spooky season, fall, the Sanderson sisters, like Binks, like everything is just about it. It's just it's so good. It's warm. Who's Binks? The cat. Oh, Binks is a cat. Mm -hmm. What role does he play? A big one. Oh, we're going to watch it again. OK, you can't you can't <laughs> do that. I don't remember it because it no. was that bad. Well, if you don't remember Binks, then we need to rewatch it because you're missing the magic here. All I know is that like Sarah Jessica Parker's in it. She's super weird in it. And like the black flame candle. Do you remember that? Yeah. But then they throw in some verbiage in there where I'm like, the kids should not be listening to this. I don't remember. It was weird. It's more, this is pregnancy brain. I don't know. Anyways, uh, number two for me is Coraline. Ooh. Uh, love this movie. I love this movie. Um, we watch it every single year and you guys are totally wrong for not voting it into the next round. And I'm yes. very upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love this movie. It's so good. And I'm assuming it's your number. It is my number one. And again, like Caleb mentioned, this was one of the first to get out of kind of like the little voting list that we had. And the music, the animation is just so unique. I love that there's spooky elements. There's fun elements. There's funny elements. There's weird elements to it. Just overall, it is such a good movie. It's usually the first movie that I ask Caleb, like, can we watch this like right when Halloween starts? 
like secret actually i'm asking to watch it tonight which you don't know about tonight yet. it's 90 degrees outside oh, i know i'm not feeling it let's wait another week oh uh so my number one let's get to that it's nightmare before christmas again i actually agree with caitlin it's i feel it's more christmasy yeah but i just got to put it out there because it is so stinking good it is so good the music i the music again it's got yeah great music in it and songs to sing along to and what's this and the scientist yes he's like, come on he's so good so again as i agree i agree with caitlin we watch it november-ish time frame but it is a fantastic movie whether you're watching it during halloween or christmas go watch it it's the best one out of the bunch all right we know it's a lot to ask for but if you have time to write your ranking those top 10 movies and caitlin they're on instagram and not you, anymore. Not anymore. But I can put it up there. Just reach out if you need if you need the list again. I'll let you know. Yeah, you just heard us spiel uh, through them. But uh, let us know what your rankings are. We'd love to know what uh, where those fall on your on your list. Yeah. And if you agree with me that Hocus Pocus is not that great of a movie, no, no one is going to agree with you on that one. I'm sorry. Hey, before we uh, kind of wrap this all up, we are super excited to announce next week's episode. We spoke with our friends Reagan and Amanda with Strolling Down Main Street, a amazing Instagram page. And uh, they were a blast to talk to. They were so sweet. We had so much fun. Had a blast. Should we save the topic, though, as like a surprise? Save the topic. Okay, good. All, all I'll say is that we talk with them. We talk Disney and tackling all that kind of stuff with some cool twists. Uh, but we had a really, really fun time talking to them. So we can't wait to share that with you. Make sure to tune in next Monday for that episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us over on Instagram and threads at Market House Podcast. Make sure to follow us over there for pictures from the park and exciting news and announcements. Consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Huge help to the show. Uh, reminder, we have a Patreon, markethousepodcast.com slash support. We'd love to have you over there. Thank you for supporting the show. And thanks to those who will join us over there in the coming weeks. Uh, remember to use our Getaway Today link for your future trip bookings. You can check out the episode details for that link. Take advantage of those savings, guys. Uh, $50 a day for kids tickets is insane. So take advantage of that deal. Join us next week for another episode. It's been fun. It's been grand. Bye. Bye.